Hello, beautiful, and welcome to Finding Fertility. I'm your host, Monica Cox from FindingFertility.co, and I created this podcast to help get you to start thinking outside of the box and realize that your infertility might have nothing to do with your lady bits. Rooted in functional medicine and personal experience, Finding Fertility is all about looking at the whole body and finding the root cause of your infertility. Finding Fertility does not diagnose, prescribe, or treat any issues of infertility. But what we do is take a holistic approach and improve your diet and your lifestyle to get you steps closer to creating your dream family. Just by being here with me listening to this podcast, you're already going down the right path to making your dreams come true. Let's do this together. Happy Friday, all. Welcome back to another episode of Finding Fertility. I'm your host, Monica Cox, and I'm super excited you are here becoming the conscious mama you were born to be. I am so excited for this conversation today with Reverend Tomas Garza. I knew I was going to mess that up, but that's okay. We're going to continue on. Welcome so much to the podcast. Well, thank you so much. I'm happy to be here with you. Yes. I'm super excited to dive into miracles, but first I want you to introduce yourself and how you got to be doing what you're doing. Okay. Well, first of all, I'm a teacher of A Course in Miracles. I'm a spiritual coach and mentor. And I got to this place through a really long, decades-long journey this particular course, which, by the way, is a self-study curriculum, is one that found me 10 years ago. So it's formed the foundational centerpiece of my own spiritual practice for 10 years. And before that, I was raised in a couple of different Christian churches and also spent over a decade studying Buddhism extensively. I've really devoted my entire adult life to spirituality and spiritual pursuit, which is all really that I've ever cared about in this lifetime. That's uh, that's a quick summary of where I'm coming from here. Yeah, that's amazing. So really just deep in the thick of um, connecting with soul. So whatever that really looks like, the universe, God, the divine, um, I don't think there's many people out there that can say that. <laughs> no. Well, uh, you know, I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. yeah. So how did you kind of land on the miracle piece of it? And because I let me like preface this of why I wanted to bring you on. When you're in the thick of a trying to conceive journey, you want to be in control whether you you think it know it you realize it but your timing your temping your you know arranging doctor's appointments lining up IUIs IVF you're just so in control and I heard someone say the other day you know when you're in so much control how do you expect those miracles to happen and I just that hit my heart so hard because that's that's all you actually really want is a miracle. So mm -hmm. just preference how you got into this world of miracles in the first place. Well, of course, the, the course is known as a course in miracles. And 
there's a lot of information out there about the history of the course and how it originated, how it came about. So if this is something that someone's interested in, I'd refer you to, to those materials. But miracles, that's a word that attracts a lot of people. And a lot of people have come to me or approached me on social media about doing A Course in Miracles or with questions about it because it actually contains the word miracle deliberately, of course, because <laughs> yes. it draws people in. Now, what people often don't realize is that we're all miracle workers. I don't intend to say this as an unpopular opinion or a shocking opinion. We're actually all miracle workers. And what is interesting about this course is the way it defines a miracle. And we, of course, tend to think of a miracle as something supernatural, often as Star Wars, as Obi-Wan Kenobi moving his hand and manipulating someone's thought process or moving rocks or, or spaceships, levitation, things like that. The cool thing about it is it's so much more accessible than just that. It's accessible to all of us. Yeah, yeah. And I believe you, I've, I've experienced it several times in my life, but can you go a little bit deeper for, you know, the people who just aren't there yet? Don't, don't think that they can perform miracles in their own lives. Yes. It's about learning to relax and trust. That's the quickest <laughs> summary that I can think of. Yeah. yeah. I mean, really, yeah. I mean, let me elaborate, of course, <laughs> on that. But you mentioned just a moment ago, control. And uh, it was someone that said, if you're always in control, how can you expect miracles to occur? And that's just it, is that here in the world, we think that we have to be in control control. We have to orchestrate every single thing. We have to manipulate every single circumstance and make sure that everything aligns just so. We spend a tremendous amount of effort attempting to make sure people behave according to the way we think they mm -hmm. should behave and that everything goes the way that it should go. And what do we, what do we do? We stress out monumentally. What happens when you stress out? Everything, everything goes haywire. Yeah. So we stress ourselves out unnecessarily, really needlessly thinking about the future, which has not come or the past, which is gone. So we're not in the present moment, which in, this is not just a course in miracles, but many spiritual traditions in the world tell us, show us that it's all that there is, is right now. So the question then becomes, how are you spending the present moment? Are you creating unnecessary stress for yourself by attempting to be in control of everything, including people in situations that you actually have no control over? Yeah, exactly. And I feel like sometimes that's a really hard pill to swallow as a woman. Um, mm -hmm. Because you're almost taught that you should be in control of your emotions and, and you know, everything else going on. And um, 
you know, the one thing that, you know, women are quote unquote born to do here on this earth is to have children. And when you can't control that, it's really, really hard. But can you elaborate a little bit on, um, it's not necessarily about completely surrendering, sitting on the couch, eating Snickers bars, watching Netflix, like, okay, I've given up control. Now show me what I need to do, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's more of like uh, getting, getting the knowledge to know what you can control and moving through the present in a more joyful and loving way to get to that ultimate goal. Mm-hmm. And it's that kind of balance of surrender, relax, release, but still taking the steps towards. Yes. And what's really important is we all, and this is, is true for every single living, breathing, waking thing, um, everybody, it's true for everybody, that we have only the present moment. And we, while we don't necessarily have any control over what happens to us in, in our lives, the circumstances that appear to go on outside of us, what we do have control over is how we respond, how we react to what's happening. We have control over right now and the choice that we make, which can be simplified to one single choice. And this is the choice of love or fear, or if someone prefers God or the ego, light or dark, which choice are we making a loving choice in the present moment? That we do have control over. And when you make one that can invite us to make another and another and another. And eventually it becomes habit, as does worry, as does stress and all of the other habits that we that we develop. So while it sounds simple, it's definitely not easy to do because we're so habituated otherwise. We have formed all kinds of habits that keep us spinning around in, in a cycle of, of frustration on any journey. And, and that's especially true with fertility. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In your experience, um, does the subconscious mind come into your teachings? Um you know, I think a lot of people have the conscious now of, okay, these things, I get it. I understand what you're saying, but I still can't apply it to my life for some reason, even though I try and then I fail and then I try and then I fail, or I can't seem to, you know, relax. I can't do those things. Mm -hmm. Um, Where does the subconscious mind come into play there? What I would say from, uh, uh, granted, this is coming from a spiritual teacher, Uh, it's directly relevant. What I would say is we're coming back to the relax and trust. Mm -hmm. What I invite people to do when people are studying A Course in Miracles or when I, I teach on YouTube or something like that, I invite people to get in touch with what the Course refers to and what I also refer to as your inner teacher. Whatever you call that, or your guide, your guides, whatever you want to call your inner teacher is get in touch with that part of yourself that knows. 
that yeah. knows yeah. and we all have a part of ourselves that just knows and is there and available to guide us if we choose to listen so mm -hmm. i invite us all to get in touch with that inner teacher who will direct us right it will tell us what to do and we relax and we trust which and as you said it doesn't mean go catatonic and hit the bong and, and watch netflix and eat lots of chips yeah yeah and, and pizza and chips yeah yeah all day well, every day <laughs> yeah that's not what we're talking about but what we're talking about is, is just bringing more presence to to the moment and um, worry is inevitable it, it, we're all going to worry we're all going to stress out but there are many things that someone can do to reduce that level of stress yeah, exactly. We talk about following your intuition and getting in touch with that inner guidance. Mm -hmm. What would be your top tip? What's your first step to connect? Uh, ask. Yeah. Right. Um, and it, it may be that someone is listening and they don't have a, an inner teacher. However, to, to if that's you, I would say there's never been a better time to be alive than right now in the 21st century, because the entire gamut of world spiritual traditions, old, new, traditional, and brand new are available. They're all available on the internet. All you have to do is Google search something or look for information and, and you can find it. So literally it's there for you to find out about. And I would ask yourself, if you're looking, do you feel connected to these teachings? Because we'll only really relax if we feel that connection, that's where we've all got to trust our in intuition, that inner voice that says yes to something and, and urges us on. And if it says, uh-uh, <laughs> no way, then we do well to listen to that. We cause a lot of our own suffering in all aspects of life by refusing to listen to that inner voice. And uh, if someone's out there listening and, and you're absolutely perfectly connected and content to your own spiritual practice, then go deeper with that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. I mean, I really just believe that it, it starts within you. You're your own compass, right? There's so many amazing teachings out there. I, I would go out on a limb to say that they're all basically saying the same thing just in a different way using different words and it's yes. really what you resonate with that is um what what you're supposed to you know mm -hmm. be believing in this lifetime right yeah. um, and it's totally cool if that changes over the course of a lifetime i just think of my own experience i was raised in not one but two fundamentalist Christian traditions, the first one my parents left, the second one I left when I got my driver's license, then I went on to study Buddhism and many other things. And, and then A Course in Miracles finds me, which is a self-study curriculum. It's universal. And uh, it's okay to switch because we all have seasons in this lifetime. And what works for you right now may not be the same thing that worked for you 20 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. You're definitely a different person, right? I feel like mm -hmm. every decade. 
<laughs> like yes. you're, you're still in the same meat suit, but you're not the same person. Um, you know, just something popped up in my mind and I, I want to bring it out and get your opinion on social media right now. There is a huge backlash on manifestation, course of miracles, um, anything to do with um, being being your own miracle worker. And this is why I brought up the subconscious mind, because a lot of people are saying, well, there's people who um, definitely have had it harder, right? There's no comparison. I'm not comparing. But the reality is some people do enter this world, you know, maybe not on a stepping stool or with a leg up, right? Whatever you want that to be. And so they're saying that because of this, these people cannot access their own inner power, whether it be neurodiversion or uh, trauma that has led to, you know, kind of like, well, that's just not going to work for you. You know, this lucky girl syndrome or this manifestation or this miracle working. Um, And where I'm coming from in my own practice now is the subconscious mind of like well if you don't truly believe it of course it's never going to happen for you like if you don't have that inner belief um, of self-worth of self-love then you're going to put up blocks from your practice from your spiritual from your journey what would you say towards that well I I think that in this world of, of multiplicity we've all had vastly different experiences. So it looks like we're all at different stages in the process. So, you know, here in in the world where that looks like that is most definitely the case, we do have people that don't believe that any of this is possible. You know, they don't adhere to anything spiritual at all and actively dismiss it. What I would say to that is, well, that's your choice. It's the same choice that we're all exercising in the present moment, love or fear. Which, which, are, you, which are you choosing? And we have the choice to run away. We have the choice to reject everything spiritual completely for the rest of our lives. We have that choice and no one is going to stop you from that unless you want to stop yourself from that. So it's still in your control. And and we perceive the world as coming at us, and we perceive ourselves as a victim of circumstance, but we're not a victim of circumstance. Now, if someone doesn't believe that, that's fine. They don't have to go into deep spiritual teachings right away. There are many other healing modalities out there. There are many other practical modalities out there where people can begin to clear some of the blockages to lift parts of the veil or, or peel layers of an onion. That's a, you know, just kind of peel away at all of the, the blocks that we've put up to truth and it can be really really gradual yeah i mean it can be really yeah gradual (laughs) yeah yeah um i know in my own journey it's been gradual and i can imagine for other people it's even more so um but i think the core of i think what you said is is what i believe too it's a choice Mm -hmm. and do you think sometimes it's um 
um, like almost harder to see through all of the kind of victim mode or the life circumstances that the miracle is with inside of us? Yes, they're all, um, it can be really hard to see that because when we're in a, a place of, uh, you know, I just invite everybody to think of a situation where they felt victimized, you know, they felt wronged, something like that by, by the world, by a person, by a circumstance. And it's, it's real difficult. And sometimes it's just not possible to see that you're really actually in control when you feel completely out of control. So whatever helps you to come back to right now, the present moment, that's actually where the action is. And if, if you can't get there, then patience for yourself is really important. You know, we, we're not expected to acquire the wisdom of Jesus or Buddha in five minutes of <laughs> sitting meditation. So why do we expect this of ourselves? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's the grace. I always say, give yourself grace. You know, it, it took you a really long time to even get to the point of being open to listen to different things. Mm -hmm. So why do you think it's going to just, you know, click your fingers and it's just the society that we live in and the marketing that we get, you know, 10 minute abs, <laughs> you know, like 10 minute spirituality. Yeah. Well, and you know, really you do have 10 minutes spirituality <laughs> and you have enlightenment on a stick and, and all these glamorous, sexy retreats out there. It's the spirit, the spiritual world is a marketplace, just like yeah. anything else. I mean, let's be honest. And, and you have, you know, this elaborate retreat in, in the Greek islands that promises you um, hot sacks and enlightenment in 15 minutes you know, and an enlightenment in a weekend workshop. And then, I mean, I'm only slightly exaggerating. Yeah, Barely. no, I believe you. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's out there. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it's really easy for us to lose our, our, our compass, isn't it? I mean, it, you oh, know, it's yeah. easy for us to lose our sense of direction. And that's, well, I guess that's why mindfulness practices meditation practices are such a thing in world spirituality because it's all about bringing our awareness back to the present moment where we can make one choice between love or fear bring our awareness back and we get distracted countless times so what's a meditation practice involved but bringing our awareness back and life is in fact a living breathing waking meditation should you choose to see it that way you most certainly could see it that way when you notice yourself carried away in in victim mode or in blame mode or just really really freaked out for any number of reasons, bring your awareness back to the present moment. And uh, again, relaxing and trusting is so huge because in, in that word relax, we, we open ourselves to the miracle. We, we open ourselves when we're calmer and more relaxed and not attempting to control everything. That's when things start to happen. I mean, that has been my experience for sure 
Yeah, I agree. The word relax is like very triggering in the fertility issue space. So I, oh, I okay. tend to use um, surrender. <laughs> gotcha. But yeah, for, for decades now, people have just said, just relax and it will happen, which there's a whole truth behind that statement. <laughs> um, yeah. But it's um, also a little bit more complex, right? Um, especially when you're telling a type A <laughs> woman to just relax um but it's it is true it's very true um relax surrender you know I call it rest and recovery as well you know filling your own cup like all these things that we are yeah. just not taught to do um yeah. and you have to almost reverse engineer these things and retrain your brain to you know it's like I like you're like you say, it's like going to train for a marathon. You would never, ever expect someone to do 15 minutes of a run and be able to run a marathon. No. You know, it's just not how our bodies work. And it's the same thing with any spiritual practice, um, relaxation practice. <laughs> I think mm -hmm. people need to start practicing mm -hmm. relaxing. Um, so I think it's a very core message. And I personally think the number one thing missing from all these um, teachings out there, that it is surrender and patience um, mm -hmm. that is going to bring you to your ultimate goal. Yes. And, you know, words. So if, if, if someone is uh, it reacts strongly to one word in a negative sense or in a positive sense, understand that words are simply external. They're symbols of the thing that they represent. They're not the thing itself at all. So use whatever word applies because the content is exactly the same. The content of all spirituality is exactly the same. It's the outward form that differs. So if you prefer surrender, fantastic. That's what this is. That's what we're talking about. It really is. And it's just letting go of our desire to always orchestrate all situations because what happens well we don't know all ends but your inner teacher knows all ends our conscious mind has no idea yeah it's quite limited yeah absolutely i definitely agree um, I can literally talk to you all day, but I'm gonna we're gonna we're gonna stop here. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your wisdom and just um giving us that explanation explanation of um you know relaxing and surrendering. I think it's so key to so many women's journeys. So thank mm -hmm. you. Can you let our listeners know where they can find you? Yes, you can find me on YouTube at Reverend Tomas Garza. That's where I offer five to six teachings a week on A Course in Miracles. So that's a place to find where I elaborate on a lot of these practices that we talked about here. And also I'm Reverend Tomas Garza on Patreon, where I am beginning a live stream in February. So those are the best places to reach me. Great. Well, that's all going to be down in the show notes. So it's going to be easily accessible. And once again, thank you so much for your time and your wisdom. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. You're most welcome. 
Thank you once again for tuning in to the Finding Fertility podcast. If you're loving this podcast, please leave us a rating and review and let us know how this podcast is supporting you to get steps closer to creating your dream family. I hope you have a beautiful weekend and we will see you next Friday for another episode of the Finding Fertility podcast.